1: Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Soffer. And we are continuing the creation conversation today. How are you doing, Suzanne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you doing?
2: Uh, you know, I'm <laughs> great. I we we just have we have so much fun on this show. I effing love it. Like we were just talking with our producers who are the aka the penguin and the frustrated monkey. And then Megan you're the cheeky monkey <laughs> today I'm and the I'm monkey. the lion. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh
2: uh-huh, I'm a lion I'm feeling very <laughs> like a lioness this morning. I have wild hair. And uh <laughs> we're we're just having a good time in the in the chat room already so i don't know if you want to come <laughs> be with us in all of our crazy circus of creation today in a new way if you're listening live you can come to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and come into the chat room and tell us what your tell us what your animal is today
1: <laughs>
2: what are you embodying today <laughs>
1: Well, I love what you said about the circus of creation, because creation really is a circus. So it's kind of perfect we were doing animals, like wild animals before, you know? Because sometimes mm-hmm. I think creation is a little bit like, well, it's a lot like a circus for me. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and like having to tame some wild animals from time to time. Because, you know, creation is an unruly beast from time to time. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> it is. I love it. Marion in the chat room says she's a sleepy dragon. She's a sleepy dragon of creation. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that. I think it would be so fun. We should create a game in Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne where everybody tells us where they're at with their creations. You know, like what animal um, represents their their creation energy right now? So but we're going to do it's it. Not just animal, but...
1: Not just animal, but what is the animal? What kind of, like, where, what is the mm-hmm. feeling location of an animal, right? Like, I yeah, like the yeah, sleepy, yeah. you know, the sleepy dragon, the cheeky monkey. What what kind of lion are you? I forgot.
2: Ooh, I'm a wild, I'm a wild lion. Like, I have wild hair. I'm feeling very wild and
1: unruly. Oh, yeah. You're wild. wild. You're wild. <laughs> wild. <laughs> what? <Wild. laughs> well, and you know, like it would, it to me This would be kind of fun, like you know, let's say you're in the middle of a project, right? And you're doing all the moving parts and pieces of it, and it's like looking at like, like whenever you kind of are like stuck, kind of go, okay, like what animal am I? What am I feeling as that animal? And play with it because I think so much of the time we tend to judge our creative process. I think people think that Mm -hmm. creation, I think people are really mystified by it, really. And they think it's all, you know, the people who are creating all the time that we just create. And we never have any blocks, Mm -hmm. and it just all happens, you know. And, (laughs) you know, behind the curtain, you know, there's a lot going on. There's like... (laughs) There's upheavals, left and right. <laughs> there's camp temp, there's temper tantrums, there's pulling out hair. there's like I need bars. <laughs> you know there's like and and there's also joy and fun and pleasure and play and it's it, it really is a circus of different energies and different emotions. And I think that people get into the creative process and they get stuck or something, they get shut down or they feel doubt or whatever, and they go, oh, this must mean I'm not a creator or I'm not a good creator or da-da-da-da-da-da. So then they take themselves out. And like, what if we could play with the creative blocks? What if we could have more fun with these creative not blocks even i don't even i think even that's like too much of a of a definition but just like the waves of creation like there are mm-hmm. like really really joyful fun parts of creation that's why we do it right and but there's also challenges and there's also like ups and downs and and i really my personal point of view is is that some of the downs are actually there to um, develop something to rework something to look at it a new way because when you're birthing and that's the that's the phase we're on today when you're birthing a creation, um, there's like by its very nature uh, a new creation is bringing in something new, right? And and that it's like you ask any author and their characters will talk to them their characters will tell them you know guys they want and what they want to say in this particular moment and it's really this commun communion collaborative whatever you want to call it act and so what if when we're getting stalled out for whatever reason that it's because that there's a shift or a change that wants to occur that wants to happen and that that creation is talking to you and it's like pausing you in some way to inform you. What about that?
2: Yes, yes. And I have some things to say about that, love. Do it. Say it. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, it's been interesting. um, You've been being home this time and in your creation on crack um, process because I told you like last week or something where I was like, babe, you're getting so serious at your computer. Like, I'm literally going to need to stop you when you get so serious, like, responding to your emails and your messages and stuff and, like, literally take you out to play and go, go get on the scooter or something or do a dance in the kitchen because, like, seriousness and you, it does not work with creation, right? So, like, it's it's been an interesting process. You, you know, like you said, like, when you get into that kind of heavy contracted place, what wants to happen? And like, you've been doing a lot more, like, um, pauses and play and beach time, ocean time, even though you've been so crazy. And your your enrollment is so up you know and you like you're leaning into all of those places that you need to lean into in order to do creation differently and i would say your your outcomes you know this week have been incredible so um so she she knows of which she speaks um and i love i i love the idea of of birth of course for this um, for this analogy and if you haven't listened to our other shows about creation Please go back because this is our third show. We have a final show in our series around creation next week. But last week, um, we've been talking about birth, conception. I mean, we're talking about birth now, but we talked about the conception and the, um, you know, the percolating, the being in the womb. Um, And now we're talking about birthing. Uh, And just like birth, you know, there's contractions, right, where it just feels really challenging and hard, And you get through that contraction and it opens up, right, opens up into uh, you actually like dilate more, like truly in birth. That's what happens, right? So the baby can come out. Um, And, you know, there's the mom has to like get up and move and change positions and do different things and get in bathtubs and walk. The hospital and all kinds of stuff, right? Um, in order to actually um, birth that baby, and so that is part of being in the question. If if things are not progressing in your world with regards to creation, then um, then there's a lot of questions that, and a lot of like leaning into what's actually happening, um, and as much as you can. Uh, create some lightness and curiosity in the process, the better it's all going to be. So I love this idea of playing with, um, you know, your animal, of your your creator animal, or your creator energy today. You know, I love uh, in the chat room, Lori has been talking about, uh, she said, I'm sneaking up on my creations, and right now they seem bigger than me. And if I sneak up like a jaguar, that I might just kill my creation dead. That's what she says, right? Which, I mean, how often... <laughs> Are we are we in that process of like, yeah, I don't know about all this, you know? But then we start talking about it. And she's like, huh, so maybe the jaguar can sneak up and pounce and play, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's that leaning in and being like, huh, what's actually happening in here? And how can I play with this? How can I get curious around this? And how can I shift something up? Like, you know, I had this um, insight with Megan about, like, um, enrollment needs to look a little bit different, like, change change it up, not just, like, Facebook Lives and stuff. And so she did this um, brunch, this same Mimosa brunch to enroll for foundation, which, you know, is, by the way, is next week, right? It's next weekend, mm-hmm. uh, foundation, mm-hmm. and it's called, it called the Space of Creation. So how cool is that? So if you're in the creation conversation, then this foundation is for you. Hey, that, like, kind of rhymed.
1: <laughs> Good job. <laughs> well, actually, it's called the a new space of creation. And I really feel that mm. between this um, event I have coming up in Dallas, which is called Launch from Passion to Profit. And by the way, if you haven't heard, that is being live streamed. So you can get it from wherever you are in the world if you can't watch the whole thing live, no problemo because it will be recorded. Actually, that's one of the creations that I had to, that I changed. I was not, because I feel like it's really, a, in a way, kind of a mastermind kind of thing. And I was like, I wasn't going to live stream it. And then people started asking. And I was like, I'm not going to live stream it. And then as soon as I said yes, actually the in person enrollment started opening up more mm-hmm. and I was like huh mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. right this is kind of how yeah. this is kind of how our creations inform us but what I was going to say is is that I feel like a lot of the things that have been happening for me including you know my I think I broke one of my own rules in my in my trainings I have uh, I ticket people if they exhibit signs of FDD which is fun deficit mm-hmm. disorder And um, Mm -hmm. I I probably could have got, like, you know, enough tickets to suspend my creation license last week. I mean, (laughs) um, my own self. And so I'm being, I'm being, this is kind of how I create. This is one of the ways that we can create is that our creations will inform us by taking us through what they want to say. So, like, Mm -hmm. There was this whole process that I went through of I would say I guess the word I would say is doubt, and it was it kind of that zit got popped in this really beautiful organic way where I was able to see uh, I I was able to have a breakthrough with it at the same time I was given the lens through which this whole training was going to occur, right? And so it's kind of this inside out, and so I. Feel like not only is this launch event gonna have like I mean it just I I, I can't remember who I wrote the other day and I said is it's only five hundred dollars for for two day in person event and um, I think it needs to go to two thousand so I'm telling you if you were thinking about this event now would be the time because what came in by my willingness to be in the process and to, as we talked about on another show, muck about and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, hit my head in some walls and fall over and, you know, uh, have my girlfriend go, "Um, who are you? Get out. Just leave the computer now. (laughs) Go do something fun for God's sake, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, through all of that, I was given... Uh, some insight and some tools to help other creators um, open their creative process in a dynamic way. And so, so not only this weekend will I be sharing that, but in my foundation, it's interesting because I actually thought of the name for this foundation before I put launch together, and it was called The mm-hmm. New Space of Creation. And I really believe mm-hmm. that that, I mean... Uh Foundation is a class in case people are wondering what the heck I'm talking about. It's an access consciousness class. It's kind of the pivotal class that leads you into all the upper level trainings and access, and it gives you kind of the core tools. It's a four-day intensive, which I will be doing retreat style in the Park City area here in Salt mm. Lake City next week. If you have uh, questions about that, you can look up Foundation, the new space of creation, or PM me, but It's like I, it's interesting how creation works and how each creation informs another. So cool and so magic. In fact, I think magic, like creation is one of the ways I I think about magic. It is a creative energy. And it's just amazing how like you're just kind of mucking about and you don't actually realize all the dots that are being connected. Um but if you will stay in the game and even if it doesn't make sense and even if you want to pull your hair out and you know you're you have headaches cuz your head's leaning into a computer like there's like there you're being informed as soon as you step into the creative process the whole universe begins to talk to you. Mhm. Yes.
2: And um you know, I mean, today and, we're really talking about we're talking about birthing, right? Um, and I think it's super interesting. The closer we get to birth, uh, the closer we get to birth. Even as a mother, I remember this. It's like almost like, uh, never mind. I don't actually think I want to have this baby. so like (laughs) it really it really is that way like when you're like almost due you get really freaked out about the birth um and so and you and I were talking about this a little bit at coffee this morning as far as like how many projects and creations have um have you gotten freaked out about and not actually birthed right like it was like, you had the gestation period, the idea of the gestation period, and then it was like, oh, never mind, never mind, you know, like, Megan came and opened her closet, like, um, opened the closet in the office and was like, do you know how many projects are in here that never saw the light of day, right? And some of those, um, some of those, it's like, yeah, they actually weren't hers to birth, right? Like, they were ideas for another person that she got downloaded, you know, and so think about that. Like, if we're in a collective consciousness, what ideas, um, have you gotten that are not yours? Like, I had this really cool idea for a kitchen gadget, like, you know, 10 years ago, and it took like a few more years for it to actually come onto the market. It was like a cool, amazing idea that I couldn't find it, you know, and, um, <laughs> and, uh, but it wasn't mine. I don't know anything about creating a product, a kitchen product, so it wasn't mine um but it was certainly an awesome idea. It was like a a collective consciousness and uh, an idea that was in that was really just to juice up my uh creative thinking right so that's part of it for us is that you know some of this is we're not actually supposed to birth ourselves um or we're supposed to give it to someone else um you know, like, I've had both you, Megan, you and I, we get a lot of ideas for our clients where we're like, whoa, like, what about this? This would be perfect for you. And sometimes it is this, like, very intriguing thing of, like, ooh, maybe I want to create that. But, no, like, it's, it's and so the process of figuring out what's yours and what's not yours um but then also really, really leaning into your resistance to the birthing process. I love it, Marion, like when you talk in the chat room about like halfway through the birthing process, you know, you're kind of like, and I'm done, you know, because it's so intense um, when you're giving birth. It's like your body is doing these crazy things. You feel out of control, you know, They're, it's like intense and so there's this thing of like never mind like i don't i don't i can't i can't do this i actually can't do this um and and how often does that really happen in our creations too where it where it starts to get super real and you know the website is almost all the way done but it's going to go public And, you know, and you're freaking out about it or like the class is on the schedule, but then, you know, you know that you need to do those personal invites to people and yet you keep avoiding calling them or texting them or messaging them, you know, to to actually create that class in real life, you know. So everything that this is bringing up for everybody all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections with regards to this birthing process of creation. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad. thought, fog, all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. everywhere that you're like in the middle of the birthing process and backing up like crazy and going like, no, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? yes 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 right, wrong, good, bad, podcast pod, online pod, all boys, and beyond and we are going to do more clearing and talking about this because we're just getting into the juice, juice, juice but we've got to go on break so you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird
0: and we'll be back in a minute are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are
1: Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's check. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome
2: back, everybody. Love, life, and all things weird. We're talking about Birthing the Baby, Creation 201. So I brought up a lot of stuff before break, and I'm wondering, babe, what have you got to say about it all?
1: <laughs> well, I was just looking through the chat room on the break, and, and uh, Marion says, well, how do you get out of that? How how do you get out of doubt, right? Because I would say that that's Really, um, the biggest thing that I see for a lot of creators is, and, and the thing about it is, the good news, Marion, is is that you actually know you're in doubt. Because a lot of people, like, they procrastinate or they put stuff off or they go, oh, yeah, I don't really want to do that anymore. And really it's just the, their fear of possible rejection, their fear that it might not be good enough, you know, all those kinds of things. And a lot of people aren't actually connected enough to their, to to their their energy into their what's happening inside of them to be able to actually identify that. So, like identification is really the first step. Um and then it's like, okay, so what what tools do you have for addressing that? So, um I I'll, I'll tell you one of the funny tools that I use from time to time and um I just want to also uh put a plug out for um uh, Christine MacGyver just did a series on doubt. Uh, it's a three-call series, and I know when she first put it out, it was fifty dollars was all. I I may have gone up since then. Maybe somebody will say something in our chat room so I could have more information about that. Um, so you can go on Facebook on Christine MacGyver's page. You probably see some information about that. It was a really amazing series of a breakthrough she had about doubt and and. Um, where that took her. Again, you know, it's funny because one of the things that I uh, talk about is that the things that challenge you in creation are your next revenue stream. You know? (laughs) like So it's like you get challenged by doubt. You... You find your way through, you find your way through, number one, by saying, okay, what's it going to take to shift this? What's it going to take to choose anyway, to move forward anyway? And as you learn how to move through something, that can then be your next product or service because you've done it, now you can help other people through it. So, you know, it could just be a, a, a money stream <laughs> coming your way, you know? So, um couple of different things that that you can do. One is that uh, what I finally started to do, really, that's, that got me out of so much kind of freeze around creation was I just kind of faced in what was my worst fear, right? What's was my worst fear is that it would just be horrible and that I'm really not enough or don't have enough credentials or, you know, I don't have a right to, to put something like that out because so many other people can do it better, blah, 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 right? that I went, okay, cool, this thing might suck. I might truly not be good enough. Do I want to do it anyway? Do I want to do it for the sheer creation of it to see what will happen? Quite possible it could be the worst product or service ever created by a human being. So (laughs) do I still want to? And so by doing that it might sound kinda of funny, right? Because, you know, I mean we have a lot of tools around fear and doubt and you know, in access consciousness. You can have your bars run, you can pot and pop, you can but I think that some of these really deep things around creation and I wanna talk in a in a moment, I wanna get your feedback on this too, hun, is that like um I, I, it's kind of like, it's kind of like birthing a baby. It, I, creation really isn't for sissies. You know, it's like, and I'm kind of, I am a sissy. Like, I saw the movie in high school of a lady giving birth and that's what turned me gay. I swear to God, I was like, I am not doing that. That's, no, that is not happening. That is not coming between my legs. Not now, not ever, no way. So, if any of you out there has had a baby and you're scared of creation, come on. Like, you (laughs) threw a watermelon out your area. Like, come on. Like, creation is not nearly that scary, I have to tell you. That really (laughs) is true. I mean,
2: honestly, all you women out there that have given birth. There is no creation on the planet that is more challenging and more intense than than that, than having a baby and then raising that damn baby, seriously. Which, you know, by the way, next week we're going to be talking about, like, you know, what happens after you've birthed the baby and, like, you know, giving the baby to the world in a way, right? Like, um, you know, once you've birthed your creation, what do you do then, you know? Um, so, you know, do you, like, give it up for adoption, (laughs) you know, like, what, are you going to actually, like, you know, own it as your own and really bring it out fully, you know, are you going to neglect it, what are you going to do? So this lovely analogy that we've been going on and on and on, I mean, it really is so perfect, is really going to continue into next week, just so you know, so you're going to want to come back next week, too, for, you know, more fun, fun (laughs) stories.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so what I want to say is that a lot of the stuff, the energies that come up around creation, are very intense. And I think that it works for giving birth, in in metaphorically, because you know it's a, it's another form of creation is giving birth. But it's like it's what we're here to do. We are creators. That's what that's what we're doing here. We're here to learn how to create. We're learned to, we're here to bring the invisible visible, the unmanifest manifest. And so it's kind of an interesting deal, right? Because creation by its very nature is bringing in something that hasn't been before. You're creating something new, right? And as our biology, like the human brain, okay, it is designed to Um, be terrified of the unknown. The human brain has a terror of the unknown, right? And it's the survival brain, or what we affectionately here call the croc brain, right? The reptilian brain, speaking of animals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, so when you're in deep fear, your animal could be a crocodile. (laughs) It's a crocodile. That grumpy crocodile, Yes, so yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of a co- I, I think it's kind of a cosmic joke, actually, because as creators, we are here to bring in something new. We are here to b- birth something new, to bring the invisible visible, to bring spirit into the physical dimension in some form or another, to be bridges. But our, this biology of our body is designed to avoid it. Anything new like the plague. And so of course there's gonna be stuff. Of course there's gonna be resistance and doubt and some of that, you guys, is primal. You know, so like I I'm I'm a big fan of access and all that, but it it talking doesn't quite get it sometimes. Because it's like, it's biology. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, Suzanne's like, get up, move your body, get on the scooter, get the hell out of the house, (laughs) you know, because my body was like, I was trying to, in a way, outrun the fear, overwork the fear, outdo the fear, right? And we generally, and I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but we generally go one way or the other, which is we try to outrun the fear. Or we try to hide from the fear, and if we're hiding from our fear, then it looks more like procrastination and avoidance and checking out and all of that kind of thing. But it's like by naming, like any any project that you're stalled out on, okay, just ask yourself, like, what's the worst fear here? Like, what is it I'm really scared of? And then just ask yourself, okay, so even if that happened, am I willing to create it anyway? Am I willing to do it anyway? Yep, I might not be enough. Yep, somebody might not like it. Is that a reason not to create it? You know? Like, somebody might not like your baby. Does that mean you shouldn't give birth to it? Like, mm-hmm. actually, there will be people that nope. don't like your baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might not even like your baby sometimes. <laughs> I yeah, know. But like, <laughs> so, you know. So, you know, it's... I, That's so
2: funny. Because, because i was just talking about that <laughs> i'm question. funny today i know you are hilarious because i was talking about you know this awareness that i got that when i was born that my parents didn't really think i was going to be me like i don't know i had this awareness yesterday that i that i that they 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 kind of birthed this creature i was like this um I was a, I was a dragon, you know, in a way, energetically, and they kind of looked at me and they were like, "Whoa, what is this?" And uh, it's so funny because for years I've I've said that my oldest daughter, when I saw her, I like for the first time she was so different than when I thought she was going to be. Like she she's an alien, and she literally her first picture. Uh, that they take in the hospital is of her. She looks like an alien and we, I still have it and we talk about it all the time. But like, yeah, your, your birth, your babies don't look the way that you think they're gonna look. They change and morph and you kind of look at them like, what? You know, like, <laughs> okay, how are we gonna get along now? You know what I mean? Like, you're not anything that I thought you were gonna be. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it took me about three weeks to bond with my my oldest daughter because it was so crazy, the whole process and everything. So, you know, I mean, if there's one thing that I could really say is very, just be so, so, so kind to yourself, you know? Um, (laughs) So kind to yourself in this process because the unexpected happens all the time, right? It happens all the time. And you, you just... If you can stay out of non-judgment, go with it's going to make it so much easier.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and have a great toolkit for fear. Like, you know, grab the three the, the three called doubt program, right? Like, address it head on. Like, really look at okay, what's my worst fear here? What if the worst thing happens? Okay, cool. Do I want to create it anyway? Yeah. All right. Got it. Perfect. You know, or, you know, for me, I'm very body-centered, so I know that I get, sometimes fear gets locked up in my body. So sometimes, like, just putting on music and dancing can move the energy and get me out of my head. You know, and I've mentioned this a few times in a series, but I think there's something very profound about it, is that all of these places that we get stuck and we don't take the creation we don't bring the creation all the way into this world, um, is because we have these moments where like the energy needs to change. There's a new energy that needs to, to occur. And so the the creation itself, maybe the universe, maybe us, pauses us through something like fear, through something like a challenge, through something like I'm too tired, you know, all of the stuff that we consider wrong is oftentimes just a tap on the shoulder to say, Hey, have you thought of this? Have you considered this? You know? And even you know the the one of the times last week like you know when you said mix it up and I came up with the brunch thing, you know that you you brought that idea in because I was in this sort of overwhelm like about to collapse kind of place, you know and yeah. and through that and through you seeing it was you know I I got some outside perspective but this message came in saying. Hey, there's another way. And and mm-hmm. and my mentor, Gay Hendricks, calls these moments the worthy adversary. It's it feels like being thwarted. It feels like it's bigger than you. Like I love what, what Lori said in the chat room about the cre- about the creation feeling bigger than her, right? All of that mm-hmm. is simply the worthy adversary saying, Have you considered this? And so looking at, um, so we've got a couple tools now. Okay, so what if the worst happened? Are you going to create it anyway? Move your body, right? Move Because there's there's always going to be some level of resistance, fear, doubt, whatever, playing out in the creative process. Whether you choose to call it that or not, you don't have to call it that. But just know that there's going to be energies coming up. There's going to be stuff that feels, like, heavy. There's going to be stuff that, because that's part of the birthing process, it just is. It's like, it would be like expecting to have a baby with no pain at all. Okay, sometimes that happens. I have met one mother that had one baby without pain in tens of thousands of mothers. Sometimes, sure, Mm -hmm. you might have a baby without pain. Good job, you. (laughs) You But that's not really mostly how it goes. So what you want to do is actually get get actually expand your space to include the the uh circus with all of your animals with, with the varying emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> that will be part mm-hmm. of your creation circus that will be part of your creation process and go okay how do I want to play this and then asking hey like what information do you have for me? What do I need to know here? So you start asking questions about what What it's actually doing there, I promise you, it's not there because you suck and you shouldn't do that. It's not. Mm -hmm. I promise. Swear to Buddha. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, it may be a creation that you hand off to somebody else or something like that, but you're there for a reason. It came through you for a reason. Ask what Mm -hmm. the energy is and what energy is required. So that would be the next thing. And even looking at, okay, what new revenue stream is this <laughs> that I can't see right now? Like that would also be a really fun question to ask and to start playing with it. Would mm-hmm. you add anything to my yes. my, my little diatribe there?
2: <laughs> I love it. You're on fire. You're on your soapbox creation. Um. Uh.
1: <laughs> I really am. Um, that's what happens when you're on a bender.
2: <laughs> so I want to kind of speak specifically to Marion's question about actual enrollment because I would say that so many healers and intuitives and, you know, massage therapists and body workers and all of like so many mag- coaches, so many magical people have super challenges with actually getting clients, with actual enrollment. Um, And so I want to speak to that because there's a lot around that specifically. Like you can create the actual class itself, you know, put it on the calendar or whatever, but then it gets closer to that thing and you don't have anybody enrolled. And, you know, the enrollment process can sometimes be just a bitch because it literally brings up – I mean, for me it brought up even just like my ability to connect with people and my ability to even – uh, feel like, cause I mean, I was, when I first started doing enrollment, it was, um, I, it was so hard for me to even write a newsletter and send it out. It was so hard for me to even text a potential person, even though I knew that they would be, they would love the class. It was so challenging for me to even reach out. Um, because I was so afraid of the rejection, and for me, it brought up a lot of my bullying i had I was bullied a lot when I was a kid, and so i just didn 't even trust to approach people you know i, I didn 't even know how to be a friend to a person um, and so i didn 't even know how to actually reach out to a person, especially in a kind of a vulnerable thing, like here, do you want to come you know be a part of this creation i'm i 'm doing so that I mean, it was intense. And so what I would do is I would get up, I'd get really, really, like, jazzed, you know, like um, get coffee, um, get in a really, really good vibration, and then I would do, like, a call or a reach out, right? And then if it was really, really scary, then I would go do, like, a little dance, go out in the sun, like, tell my body it was okay, and then come back in and do another one. You know what I mean? And literally it was like that for a while uh, because I was so leaning up against all of my fears, all of the blocks, all of the stuff that I had with people. Um, so it's, enrollment can be really, really challenging, and, it, and especially when you're up-leveling. You know, like Megan's enrolling now for like 500 events. Or something it feels like you know so she <laughs> she's enrolling she's enrolling for for a lot of different events, and so now she 's at a whole other level of enrollment because she has to actually delegate the enrollment and teach people how to enroll that are her hosts so that they can enroll for her because she's so she 's at a whole other level of enrolled in enrolling challenges right, and that is um that is that is the nature of enrollment so i really want to talk more about enrollment but i realize that i've been carrying on and we've got to go to the break so we'll come back you're
0: listening to love life and all things weird are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are if you've chosen a different path as a rebel an innovator a leader entrepreneur and change maker you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic?
0: eight seven three six or Skype Us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the air with Megan and Suzanne. Now back to the program.
2: Welcome back everybody. <laughs> so so um, I don't think you guys know this but in the chat room there's a way to send private messages especially the producers and Megan and I to each other and literally the whole screen is now pink it shows up as pink because Megan and Alyssa and I have been whispering to each other (laughs) having this conversation about whether the whether birthing is whether enrollment is part of the birthing or whether it's part of the bonding which is next week's show so (laughs) We're, we're having this really fun, cool, uh little kind of debate about <laughs> what what uh, what actually it means to. Uh, but uh, but I'm happy because enrollment is seriously could be like 500 hours. Honestly, I we've Megan and I have learned so much about enrollment. Um, being an entrepreneur, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years, and she's been an entrepreneur forever. And enrollment is key. So, um, so anyway, I think it deserves its own show. So we can talk about other things. So you'll have to come back next week for uh, creation 202, which is all about uh, bonding and and bringing the baby. The baby meets the world. So there you go.
1: Although there is there is there is a place where it dovetails, I think, which is that enrollment can be is a creative process in of itself. Although I would put it within the bonding cycle of, like, a whole process. It's like when we ship it. So we take this product and send it to the world, essentially, you know. And I think that, um, you know, there's a a whole program that my coach used to teach and and also Rich Litvin and and Steve Chandler, and there's this whole program called Creating Clients. Not enrolling clients not having clients not you know dragging clients in and beating them over the head but creating clients right and i think there is a creative process or creative cycle within that too because there's a there's a thing like with us we're creating events or we're creating a program or we're creating a product um uh, by the way um if you guys have never gone to is it the weird academy hun it's the Weird Academy mm-hmm. with the word "the" in front of it. I think theweirdacademy.com. Yep, mm-hmm. we have so many cool products um, and classes that are now digital. Um, we have some cool free stuff, some paid stuff. And they're all pretty pretty low-key. I, I don't think anything in there is over $500. So um, anyway, go check that out because there's a lot of really juicy stuff, including uh, a program we did recently for uh, the 21st Century Conversations called Raising Your Set Point, which is a phenomenal uh, product. It's one of my favorite that we have on there. But it's like, so we have like a, a product or a service And then we now need to find its customer. We have to find who's looking for it. We have to find who wants that, which is what we're calling the enrollment process. But there's also a creative process around it, which is like, how do we create a client for our coaching? How do we create a, a participant for our workshop? How do we create that? And I think it has its own little cycle of creation, even though next week we're going to talk about it in more of a larger sense of kind of bringing, when you bring something to market, so to speak, right? And I think, you know, like you said, Suzanne, like there's like this place where it's like, okay, who? it's like who's looking for this? Um, How can I make myself visible to whoever's looking for this? Like those are really, really good questions. Not like, oh my gosh, they're going to be so mad if I reach out and ask if they want to buy my thing. Right, it's like that, that. I would say that probably um, that's where a lot of the fear cycle plays itself out is in actually connecting this new creation to the world or to its audience in some way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also wanted. So to it's you like at the weird at the weirdacademy dot com that you can actually get a lot of free stuff too. So um, we, there's a bunch of free stuff. Um, so just go check it out if you've never checked it out, um, com. So, I mean, talk about, like, birthing your baby and then <laughs> getting the baby shower and then, like, continuing to raise the baby. I mean, I feel like in in our creation process, sometimes we, like, we're so into the creation. That um you know, and getting them birth and having the class and whatever, and then we're moving on, right, and we forget to even talk about the products that live on, you know, and we're really in a in the process ourselves of working on that and seeing like how can we actually bring our um our babies you know more into the public more into the world, so that's our current up level,
1: oh my gosh, I just had an awareness. It's kind of, it's kind of vulnerable. I'm going to share it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you know, you know how I like, you know how I like, you know how I like the honeymoon phase, right? How like the new phase and that's how kind of I am with like creation is that I love the the latest new shiny thing coming through. And so sometimes like creations that have been in motion or old creations, I don't even think about them anymore. Like somebody the other day is like, you have a book. Yes, I have three. How do I not know about these? Because I created it a long time ago. (laughs) You know, or whatever. And it's like I just realized that my grandma mom, who raised me, I was raised by my grandma, she had a fascination with new babies. And, like, that's That's where her energy was. That's where her love was. As soon as we could talk back, we became less interesting to her. (laughs) And so... (laughs) um, (laughs) So, I just realized that 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 I mimic that creation pattern from my mom of like sort of being nurturing the new babies and not really continuing to uh nurture the babies that were already here. Wow that's um, cool mm-hmm. all right so mm-hmm. it, so so anywhere and everywhere that you're mimicking someone else's creation pattern. Your mom's creation pattern, your dad's creation pattern, your family's creation pattern—can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad. Talk, yes. On main boy, short, to me on. And a lot of, a lot of these things. If this, if this topic is really pinging you, would highly, highly suggest hopping on live stream or in person this weekend in Dallas, because I'm going really, really deep into these things and helping people really unlock who they really are as creators and getting out of like all mm-hmm. of the places you're mimic other, mimicking other people's ways of creating and ways of bringing things out in the world. And I and that that was one I hadn't seen before. I just realized, like, yeah, I'll probably always give in my nature, you know, like the shiny things, for sure. But it's like, oh, like, that. I can just feel how that opens space to include all of my creations and not just my new ones all the time.
2: Well, yes, and I also want to add a clearing of all the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicking of your parents' pathways, pains, and realities with regards to birthing and creation, and truly, like, their sexual energy, too, because sexual energy, second chakra, is all about creation. So all the ways in which you biomimetic, biomimetically mimicked and biomimetic, bio, I can't even say it, biometrically mimicked your parents' pathways, pains, and realities with regards to second chakra energy, can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Guess, yes, yes. <laughs> yes! I'm not, I'm not my- I
0: Biomimetic
2: and biometric mimicry of your mom's pathways, pains, and realities with regards to birthing and sexuality and creation that you are running in your own life and in your own creations and in your own sexual creations and all other creations. Everything that is. Can we uncreate and destroy all of it, please?
1: <laughs>
2: yes! Yes, <laughs> right, wrong, good path. Bodbach, bon, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyond. Gosh, there's a lot of energy on that because it's all related, people. That's where it all comes from, the second chakra. So, there's blocks and all kinds of uh, stuff there, then it's going to mess up your creations. It's really going to stop you from really birthing all of that and being who you are in the world creatively. So, We are going to talk more next week. There's so much more to this. I love this series. So please come back for more creation talk and bonding of the baby next week. Love you guys.
1: Love you. Bye for now.